The FM Evolution podcast is brought to you by CGP Maintenance and Construction Services. We'll ensure consistently great performance to help keep your business running smoothly. For more information, visit cgpconstruction.com. Both play a role. Both have good reasons for what they want to do. And if we start to understand each other a little bit better, I think um, we'll get a little bit more of that alignment with each other. And FM can really start to see that they do play a role in the overall, you know, cyber security of their organization. This is the FM Evolution Podcast, brought to you by CGP Maintenance and Construction Services, bringing you trends, innovations, and advancement of the facility management universe. Welcome to the Evolution. Here's Sean Black. What's up, guys? Sean Black at FM Evolution. Welcome back to another amazing show. This week, we're doing a live sponsor event, again, for Pro FMI. I got Randy Olson on. Uh, We have some international guests this week, and we're talking about cybersecurity specifically for FMs. You guys do not want to miss this. This is a very complicated, very important topic. We try to summarize everything in a very easy to understand manner. I tell you what, I rose my bar this week by just attending this podcast with the guests that we have on because that's how smart they are. It's a really incredible group and I can't wait to share them with you. So stay tuned. You're not going to want to miss this. But before that, here's a word from our sponsor. Did you know that CGP Maintenance and Construction Services are also commercial plumbers? They added the plumbing division in 2000 and have been serving the nation's largest brands ever since. They offer everything from cleaning drains, camera work, and grease trap repairs to full repipes and dig-ups. So when your brand needs commercial plumbing, remember to call CGP. They are ready to be on-site 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. They specialize in restaurants, retail stores, commercial buildings, and hospitality. No matter what your plumbing needs may be, CGP is ready. And because they are a maintenance company, they can make the repairs needed after the plumbing is completed as well. One call will do it all. Call them today at 858-454-7326 or check them out on the web at www.cgpconstruction.com. Give them a call today. Welcome to FM Evolution. I am your host, Sean Black. And today we are talking about some pretty, something's kind of a big deal in the world today. And uh, that's cybersecurity. It's uh, it's going to affect everyone's life. And, and Randy is here, our co-host and live sponsor for our show today from ProFM. Randy, welcome to the show, buddy. Hey, thanks. Good morning, Sean. And I will say good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where we are, since we've got a global set of guests today. That's right. We have Gordon and Maureen joining us. Uh, Randy, why are we talking about cybersecurity this week, sir? Yeah, so Sean, I I think, um, you know, you hit the nail on the head with, uh, you know, it's a pretty relevant topic right now. And I think it's something that we kind of get desensitized to a little bit in that there's so many reports of breaches and data breaches and, and, uh, you know, breaches of security around the electronic uh, world we live in. That, you know, it's really important to kind of dig into this topic and dig into it not only from a kind of general t- general area, but also from the uh, from the kind of the lens of the facility manager and what that means to the facility manager and how the facility manager can help lead us through this. 
So, you know, the PROFM program is the most uh, current, relevant global uh, designation, qualification, qualification, credential, and education program uh, for facility managers today. And, you know, one of the key functional areas is around the topic of risk management. And within risk management, we talk about security, not only physical security, but cybersecurity. Well, there's some great content in the program around that. When we put and when we put together the uh, body of knowledge, which is really the roadmap for the program, we use two key inputs. And that's why uh, our two guests today are so important to our conversation. And those two key inputs into the ProFM body of knowledge were the ISO 41000 uh, series of standards and the U.S. Federal Building Personnel Training Act, which we'll refer to often in this as the FBPTA. Um, so again, our two subject matter experts today, Gordon and Maureen, who we're going to meet in a minute, and I'm not going to try to steal any thunder from them <laughs> and, uh, in their backgrounds and their, and their great experience. Um, but you know, they're, they're both in alignment, um, with those standards and, you know, we'll bring a lot of key inf- good key information to, uh, to the, uh, discussion today. So Gordon and his organization, KFM have been instrumental in the development of the ISO 41,000 series of standards. And uh, Key FM, Gordon's organization, is a key business partner of us at ProFM. And in fact, uh, Sarah Jean Mitchell is the first UK uh, ProFM um, in the world. So we're, uh, we're very proud of that as well. And Maureen, um, over the past probably 10 plus years, has led the, the efforts with the U.S. General Services Administration for the implementation support for the Federal Building Personnel Training Act and has worked uh, closely with federal agencies on workforce development and training. So why is the FBPTA important? So again, uh, both, these, uh, both these standards were key inputs into, um, into the ProFM body of knowledge, but the FBPTA requires all federal personnel uh, providing facility services to align and demonstrate competencies necessary to effectively manage and operate government facilities. So it's a great model that can be used globally um, for uh, for facility managers to align with competencies and performances. So uh, annually, this goes through an update, and the most recent update, um, you know, included several competencies and performances around cybersecurity. And ProFM is one of the few designations out there that really address this topic. So we align with 151 of the 207 competencies and performances that are outlined in the uh, in the FBPTA. So um, we're in for a treat. This is going to be a blast with these two. Um, not only are they experts in their field, but they're they're great people. And as we talked about last week, Sean, um, you know, at ProFM, we're so fortunate to uh, to have the best of the best around us at all times to help move our our program and help us create that positive impact that we're looking to create in the world. So with that, I will turn it back to you and we'll go from there. My gosh, I can feel the brain power on this, on this show. I I was telling you last week, I'm like, I feel elevated just being a part of this group right here because you guys got so much experience. I would love to hear from uh, Gordon Mitchell at KFM and and Maureen Rosowski. No. Rosowski. Roskowski. Yes, we're going to get it. Uh, I'd love to hear it from you guys. Tell me a little bit about yourselves, uh, something maybe we didn't cover already. Uh, Gordon, why don't you go first? Hi, Sean. Uh, Great to be here. So, Gordon Mitchell, I am 
Chief Information Officer with Key Facilities Management, as Randy's uh, alluded to. Um, I guess outside the sort of core traditional FM space, uh, I'm also involved with a software business looking at workplace experience with what's called Keystone Workplace Experience. And also, as uh, Randy's alluded to, I, I have a few kind of other hats that, that I wear that's, I guess, significant and relevant to today's topic. Um, most notably, maybe with, with ISO in terms of TC267, which is the Technical Committee for Facilities Management. So I'm convener of Working Group 6, which is technologies in, in FM. Um, I hold a similar role in, in the UK with BSI and um, work with SEN348, which is the European body for, for st- standards on FM and looking there with space management. Again, working group six seems to be a, a favourite working group of mine, but that, uh, that's that's just been recommissioned to look at the, the European standards around this, the same. And um, also with Building Smart International, do some work there looking at the emerging FM room, I guess. Um, so it's... Uh, you know, a, a hugely exciting time with FM and I'm uh, excited to be in, involved in it and excited to be here today. Well, I'm excited to have you on. Gordon, you know, you're the first international guest I've had on. So I'm kind of awesome. excited about that. From like uh, like breaking new grounds, much like it's, FM's doing it. just now. That's right. We are doing it right now today. <laughs> it is happening. That's it. Maureen. You've, uh, you've got to make it happen, don't you? Oh, uh, hey. With you guys on this show, I cannot go wrong. So Maureen, tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. So I am a senior professional at Facility Engineering Associates. We're an engineering and facility management firm focusing in on existing buildings. And my area of focus um, over the past 25 years or so has been sustainability, um, environmental, and more recently sort of transitioning that sustainability aspect to risk management and resilience and business continuity. Uh, We worked, our company worked really hard to uh, become ISO certified in the business continuity standard. So that was for me, like uh, drinking from the fire hose, getting involved in that. And then as Randy said, um, through my work with FEA, we have a contract with the General Services Administration. And yeah, for God, close to 10 years, probably, we have been working with GSA, helping on the implementation of that act and working with federal agencies to implement. And, you know, as Randy said, it's a really good way to think through and understand what's the knowledge that's really needed for those who run buildings. So we'll talk a little bit more about that later. Awesome. Outstanding. Hey, listen, guys, as a show tradition. I love to ask what you guys are reading this week for our listeners' benefit and for mine. <laughs> I like to know. Uh, it's a great way to uh, kind of learn more about you guys. Uh, Randy, what are you reading this week, sir? Yeah, so, uh, Sean, I'm just wrapping up a book called Leading with Character by Dr. Jim Lair. Um, we talked about that in the last podcast I was a guest on, and that's yep. a great book. And then I'm going to go down the Simon Sinek path next. So I'm nice. Uh, just picked up Leaders Eat Last will be my first one in that series. Probably move to Find Your Why and uh, move through that that series of books. So that's what's on my list right now. Yeah, great series of books. I've, I've read those. They're they're good. He's a good speaker as well. Awesome. Gordon, what about you, sir? Uh, I'm taking a, a kind of each year take a subject matter just to 
immerse myself in and sustainability was the the space and circular kind of thing in the last year but I'm I'm moving into quantum computing this year um so I'm 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 reading quantum computing since Democritus um so the guy that kind of came up with the original concept of the atom in essence and uh, the journey of kind of looking at a little of that more abstract nature to digitization I guess so that's my that's my topic of uh, 2021. Outstanding. Maureen, what do you got for us? Well, after those two, my book is going to seem really silly. Um, <laughs> no. But I've kind of you've been using reading as an escape lately, you know, to try to get away from all that's going on. So I just finished this weekend, The Inner Circle. It's a Brad Meltzer book. It's kind of a whodunit, a little bit of political intrigue and... There was some knowledge that I learned in there. There's a lot about the National Archives and the history of that and how presidents use it. So that was really interesting. Nice. I'm reading Spy the Lie right now by Philip Houston. I love body language books. And this is a really great one. And, and of course, it talks a lot about clusters and people's behaviors. And oh, it's just so good. It's exciting. Thank you, guys. It's some awesome selection and tells me so much more about you now. <laughs> I love that. All right. So today, we're again, like I said, we're talking about cybersecurity. And uh, um, there is, a, Gordon, there is a, I want to kind of address this with you. That there's a lot of talk uh, about intelligent buildings and, and the Internet of Things lately. Um, so, and there's obviously many benefits to automation and data, but what to you are the risks um, and where are those risks coming from when it comes to this? I mean, the, the, the challenge, I think you're talking about a maturing of a technical proposition alongside the maturing of a service in, in, in facilities management itself. So the, the risks in, in change are almost squared you know, because of the, the, those convergence of, of those change patterns. So at the moment, I think that the, the biggest challenge and, and risk is not knowing where we're going to an extent. And I think contextualizing and understanding the decisions we make just now, because, you know, because of the domain we work within, these are things that play out over months, maybe years even. Um, so I think, from certainly what I, I've seen, you know, internationally with the, the, the areas I'm exposed to, the technology is almost there to meet these climate change objectives and the big ticket numbers all over the place. But our ability to adopt and leverage what's there and and also protect ourselves from these new domains and, and, and go into that space informed and, you know, there's just such a transition in, in education principally some of that can be systemized and, and and automated but i think for me anyway it's that ability to walk hand in hand with digital transformation as a as a sector you know yeah and there are a lot of risks i mean there's breaches all the time uh, and there's people who are trying to find a new way in to get information and do kinds of bad things <laughs> Actually, Randy and I were talking about it earlier in the week uh, about the breaches going on. Um, why is he? Go ahead. Well, no, it's it's like I mean, uh, some some of what you think of when you, when you talk about cybersecurity, it's it's the big ticket 
considerations. It's the, you know, I've had clients, huge multinationals that genuinely went down for an entire week. And if you look at, you know, their bottom line, this is an organization that's a billion a week. Um, So when you go offline, and I mean offline for an entire week, this is the implications of that are are astronomical. But the cybersecurity, it's also bottom up as well. It's that habit change. It's some of the more practical, pragmatic things. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's more of a change in the way we consider ourselves working as we digitize and adopt this digital environment. So I think, you know, in that it's, it's a little bit of, and, and I guess this COVID environment has been the greatest proof of this is that yeah. there's this world that we used to have is, is almost gone. We have to create this new environment and build a better, you know, future from what, what, what we do need to consider and certainly cybersecurity is something we we need to have a paradigm shift around to to work beneficially with that you know the, the digital what, promise what about fms i mean they have to think about cybersecurity um, i mean how do they handle this what what is their issues that they, they need to deal with well <clears throat> again it's it's a, it's a at the beginning of that i think it's a discovery is what what exactly what does this mean to me now because it wasn't in scope but it is now. So, the, and, and, and I think even from the discipline of IT in and of itself, we're FM's becoming this much more holistic um, proposition to the market. And we've talked about these standards. You know, I, I, I have the luxury of having exposure to, to ISO as, a, as an organization. And at the moment, I'm doing a, a piece of work and gen- genuinely, I'm over 4,000 standards relevant to, to the FM value proposition. And what we bring, even if you look at UN SDG alignment, is such a holistic endeavor that, you know, <laughs> to ask the, the, the n- normal FM regime to encompass this amount of new stuff, it's critical that you get the training and support. I don't believe you can take that stride in the day-to-day of the business that was, you know, and that's really where I think, you know, it's, it's, it's a, yes, you can get some of this systemized and automated, as I said, but as we go through this chain, this hybrid space, that's where I think it's about first, what is in scope now? What are the things I can support? Where do I realign to, to my demand organization? And now with this package, um, you know, it's the don't know, I don't, don't know pieces, I think. Yeah, that's really interesting. And you had mentioned something that brings up a question for me. I mean, you, we talked about this new frontier. We, <laughs> we have this new coin term with me, Randy and I. This new frontier that we're living in in this COVID world. And uh, I mean, how? Um, what are the costs and risks of people working at home? How does that play out in this, you know, cybersecurity uh, over broadband and connections and the ergonomics of the kitchen table working overhead contribution should that all be kind of taken into place? What what is your opinion on that? How does that look? Um, it's it's again it's this ability for us to look at it in a holistic fashion. It's the whole life consideration. So you're right, cybersecurity does go right alongside ergonomics if we want to deliver, you know, excellence, which is obviously what we're we're designed to to try and do it our, our nth degree. So I think it's 
just like what we've been talking about, maybe maybe for the corporate, there's a realignment with what is the new best practice we can aim for. But then in the the place of the, the given individual within the organization, we now have to realign that best value parameter and consideration. And that has to go full stack, doesn't it? It has to cover cybersecurity. It has to cover ergonomics. So if um, I think for FM, what we're seeing is this kind of quantum of what FM is now gets applied. I mean, I was I was asked by a by a client to kind of explain asset versus property versus facility management, and they kind of all stack up as and can deliver the same kind of value to to a demand organization. But if you look at the kind of nuts and bolts, it's about it's about a fundamental positioning of how to lead th- that excellence and. Um, properties focused on place, assets is focused on thing, and facilities management is focused on support. By its very nature, support of what? Well, support of us. So that's where FM has this ability to tie in its kind of core value proposition to an underlying benefit to ourselves. And, and I think in that, when you then look at the profile of a home worker based on these kind of lenses of support services, then the ergonomics, the cybersecurity, all of these things are banded into one FM value proposition. This episode of FM Evolution is brought to you by ProFM. Earn your ProFM credential to elevate your FM knowledge and skills to receive the recognition you deserve. Visit us at profmi.org evolution. Man, craziness. The times we are living in, the new frontier. <laughs> But in change is opportunity, of course. You know, that is absolutely correct. And I think we're all going to be coming out of this on the other side. So, so much better, so much, so much more educated on the, on the topics and having dealing with these challenges. Of course, we talked about the overhead, that all changes and, you know, there's challenges and there's opportunities in everything that we do. I agree with that hundred percent. Maureen, I had a question for you. I was wanting to kind of talk about this. You know, when we're dealing with IT and cybersecurity, do you feel like FMs have to fight with them? It's just like another department, right? So you have to deal with operations. You're going to have to deal with uh, the the employees, and now and you know, the construction department. But now you're dealing with IT as well. I mean, where are their priorities? They're kind of different sometimes, but they also do align. Yes. Yes, and the the short answer is yes. FMs often do fight with IT. And IT fight with with FM uh, from conversations that we have as we're trying to work with FMs and and bring that awareness that yes there are some cybersecurity competencies you need to have and you do play a role in it and typically what we hear is no 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 that you know that's IT's job you know IT tells us not to touch anything that's what they tell us the other thing they say often is that IT always says no to them. Right, they want to implement a new system, put in a new building <laughs> automation. IT's first answer is no, and so sometimes they'll stop asking and go around them, which is the last thing you want. But if we really think about it, you start to understand that they do have competing priorities. Right? If you think about IT in their world, they want systems to prioritize confidentiality, right? Limited access to keep it secure. Their focus is on security. And in the, in the FM world, we utilize the phrase operational technology a lot, which 
in the FM world could be your building automation system, your energy management system, security systems, you know, all these things that are connected that are potentially vulnerable. And from our standpoint, we want to be able to control multiple systems. We need access to multiple users often. And usually we like to have that remote access so we can keep an eye on our, on our buildings when we're away from it. So from the IT's perspective, more building automation means more risk. So their focus is to really kind of clamp down and make sure we've got security. The FM's perspective, when they think about more building automation, is greater control and building efficiency because they're going to get a lot of good data out of it. So there, there are those competing priorities and really both groups need to learn each other's perspective, you know, learn the reasoning, the thought processes that they're going through because both play a role, both have good reasons for what they want to do. And if we start to understand each other a little bit better, I think um, we'll get a little bit more of that alignment with each other. And FM can really start to see that they do play a role in the overall you know, cyber security of their organization. Interesting. You know, Gordon brought up the FBPTA and and what do you feel like they say that FMs need to know about cybersecurity? Yeah. And, you know, the, the way that the FBPTA works um, with the main competency model, there are, we worked with a group of federal agencies, cybersecurity experts, private industry to, to actually kind of figure out, okay, what does what do those who run our buildings need to know about cybersecurity? And we came up with um, many, I think it's 14, um, cybersecurity competencies, but really focused in two areas. There was cybersecurity in facility management and building O&M. And that's going to focus in on, okay, be aware of what your vulnerable systems are, what's vulnerable to an attack, performing a risk assessment so that you can do a little assessment on the risk associated with your technology, identifying threats, monitoring it so that you start to notice abnormalities. Um, so you can maybe find something if there's a potential threat and then responding to alerts. So just that understanding of the role that you play, the technology that you use and how to make things more secure. And then another area that was included was cybersecurity and design and acquisition. That more so focuses on how to understand the cyber requirements for your technology, how to put that in the specs. Even if you don't know what it is, require the contractor to meet some certain level of security. Your O&M contracts, because all those contractors potentially are getting into your systems, leases, all of that. And it's really not trying to make FMs IT experts. Um, but for the systems that you use, for the technology that's utilized in buildings, we really do need to understand that they're vulnerable to cyber attacks and, and how to overall protect the organization. Gosh, you guys, I had no idea. I mean, I work with FMs all the time, and this is just amazing, the, the, the amount of information that FMs really have to deal with. And it's not just building maintenance. There's so much more, you know, and just cybersecurity alone. Uh, is an incredible amount of information to kind of understand. Um, that actually is interesting because I know Randy had brought up earlier that ProFM aligns with the uh, cybersecurity performance criteria. And I wonder if you could talk a little bit more about that. That seems like a big deal. 
Yeah. So uh, as Randy was saying, as part of annual updates, so the essentially the FPPTA has created a competency model, and that model looks at what's the knowledge needed for those who run our federal buildings. And it it includes facility management, but it also includes energy management and building operations. So hands-on, wrench turning. And every year the model goes through an update. So it starts to look at what are agencies needing? What's trending in the industry? What's changing? And a few years ago, cybersecurity was one of those things where that was recognized that that's a hole that the model doesn't have right now. And so, like I was mentioning, we you know convened a group to actually determine what are those uh, competencies needed. And ProFM is the first resource, training resource, to be aligned to any of those new cybersecurity performances. And right now they're the only one. We are, GSA is actively looking for other uh, training resources that will cover cybersecurity in the FM world. It's just not always there, right? It's, I think it's sort of building in the industry. We have, uh, there's a lot of IT focused cybersecurity training for sure, but it's not the kind of training that FMs need. It's, it's too IT technical, if that's a phrase to use. Yeah. And, and then in the FM world, um, I think that those training providers sometimes are too nervous to, to dip into this area because it's not their area of expertise. You know, with control systems, they always kind of try to stay away from it because they don't want to be vendor specific. So I think, you know, when Randy mentioned earlier that when they, when they were building the body of knowledge for ProFM, they utilized the FPPTA model to help them build that out. So they were sort of ahead of the game and looking at, okay, cybersecurity is important for FMs. How can we build some of that knowledge into our program? I don't know if you guys know, I know Randy does. I, I'm just starting my ProFM and I, re, I received the, the support material. It was like this thick. It's insane. It was so much material. And I'm like, okay, this is a real deal. Right? This is going to take some time for me to go through. And now I kind of understand a little bit more why. <laughs> There's so much information you guys cover. I'm, I'm impressed. And unfortunately, we're running out of time, you guys. They went really fast. We're going to wrap up here. And there's a few things I wanted to ask each of you, but um, before I do that, Randy, is there anything you want to add to what Maureen was saying? Yeah, I, I think generally uh, for uh, both Gordon and Maureen, the, the interesting thing is, you know, we're talking about a pretty technical topic here, right? But at the end of the day, fundamentally, FM is about people. And as, uh, as Gordon, you know, very eloquently talked about is, you know, you need to be able to communicate and collaborate with other organizations. Um, so as, as Maureen talked about, we need to get along with IT and we need to be able to work with them and, and come up with innovative solutions. So um, a highly technical topic always gets tied back to how are we best supporting our most important asset, our people, and how are we taking care of our people? And, and really, the opportunity to lead us through kind of the next step of the new frontier into uh, post-pandemic and, and a new way of working. So, um, you know, it's really exciting. We, we are thrilled to, uh, to work with both organizations here and continue to have the positive impact on, uh, on FM. Outstanding. Gordon, I want to ask you, as a way of wrapping up here, um, as things continue to evolve here in cybersecurity, 
Um, how do you see things evolving for facility managers around the world? I think as we've un- unfolded the conversation today, it's it's a case of in this new frontier, as as you put it, that um, we have to delineate responsibility. You know, not if if everyone tries to boil the ocean, then we're on a, a road to nowhere. I would suggest so. In this new frontier, we, you know, one one of the things in in FM design, I always refer to is ourselves. Our our immune system doesn't try to compete with the nervous system to deliver day to day excellence. Um, and in in that way, where IT interacts with FM for our demand organization needs to be that holistic, you know, single source of 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 truth for for that experience. So. I think we're um yeah we're 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 moving into new times and and have to just I think the beauty of FM as your stack of um coursework showed you is yeah. we have a really good horizontal capability and we can help th- that suite of services find its context to continue to to focus on why we're all there and that's who we're delivering to outstanding Randy if you could give advice to FMs to prepare for this brave new world that we live in, what would it be? Yeah, so so I think it's, um, <clears throat> as I talk about in every podcast we do, Sean, embrace the spotlight, hop into the spotlight and be leaders. You know, lead us through. There's a reason why I'm leading, reading books about leadership right now. It's really important. And FMs are on the, on the front side of that, can really lead us through to the, uh, to the other side of, of um, what we're currently in and where we're going. Um, you know, and be open to learn. You know, I, one of the great things about FMs, they're lifelong learners and they continue to find a, a great solutions to problems. Speed of change isn't going to slow down. We're going to continue to change. It's going to go fast. So get on front, get in the front of that, embrace the spotlight and lead us through. Outstanding. Good advice. And I think FMs uh, are changing the world, man, all the time. The things that they're going through, the, the amount of people that they manage, and uh, in learning how to lead is going to be um, very important for them. Um, so, Maureen, you're loud. You're the you're last but not least. I want to hear from you. What's next? What should we be looking for in 2021 when it comes to FM? Well, I think cybersecurity is a high priority. Uh, the after we get through the pandemic um, and all of those priorities, but even you, as you were talking about in the beginning, the remote working, you know, that highlighted some cybersecurity flaws we had. And particularly the federal government, cybersecurity is a high priority. There've been executive orders out for requiring agencies to do things. And many of them have been around competencies and training. So that one of the, uh, executive orders required DOD to look at gaps in cybersecurity in the workforce. And not surprisingly, one of the biggest gaps was we don't have personnel trained in cybersecurity that work in the OT, in that operational technology. So the whole building uh, management, facility management, building operation fits into that. You know, in DoD world, it's also weapons and all kinds of different types of technology. So there's going to be a lot coming out in the federal government around that. Um, NIST has a cybersecurity workforce framework that they've looked at what's the knowledge needed for various positions. One of their focuses this year is to better identify what's needed for the OT, the FM, the building operations. So GSA is working very closely with them to utilize what we've already done in terms of competencies. 
DOD is requiring contractors, all contractors who work with DOD to maintain a certain cybersecurity maturity level. And the expectation is that other federal agencies are going to follow suit. So it's not going away. And it's really part of our world um, in FM, whether we like it or not. And so, you know, as Gordon was saying, I think if we can all um, accept that and start to work on the awareness, then there'll be much better alignment across the organization in, in terms of cybersecurity. Awesome, you guys. Well, I am super grateful to have all you guys on as guests. Uh, you guys brought some amazing content today for the listeners. Uh, I, if they want to learn more about you, uh, please tell us the best way to get in connect. Maureen, what's the best way for listeners to learn more? So for the, around the FBPTA, the, the best place to go is sftool.gov slash train. And that'll get you started to learn all about the FBPTA and the resources around that. Gordon, someone's trying to find you. What do they do? How do they get hold of you? LinkedIn is always a good thing for, for me myself if you want to connect in that way. But uh, certainly key.fm for my the FM business in terms of delivering international FM and keystone-wx.com for the workplace software experience. Outstanding. And of course, our live sponsor, Randy, bring us home. How do you yeah, find ProFM? So, so to get information about ProFMI, it's ProFMI.org. Um, and then specific to this FM Evolution podcast, uh, uh, org, either backslash or forward slash. I never remember which one it is, but it's uh, Evolution. So that'll be specific information. Yeah, that way, right? Forward slash. Uh, <laughs> good. Whatever it is. I'm, keep, keep, me, uh, keep me honest there, Sean. So uh, forward slash Evolution will get you information specific to this podcast. And you'll find a lot of great resources out there. So thanks for having me again. Thank you guys for being on the show. I'm excited to continue to have amazing guests on for our live sponsors. For everyone watching on YouTube out there, be sure to click the notification bell so you can know when new videos are coming out. And subscribe so you can uh, learn all about FM on our channel and connect with all these amazing guests, including Pro FM. And uh, for everyone who's listening on iTunes and wherever you get your podcasts, please subscribe and leave a message. We'd love to hear from you and from everyone here at FM Evolution. Thank you very much and have a great day. Thank you, guys. This episode of FM Evolution is brought to you by Pro FM. How do your FM skills measure up to the global standard? Try our free Map Your Gap self-assessment at profmi.org evolution.